0: Please won't you be my neighbor Neighbor and friend. Hello
1: everybody, welcome to You Me Them Everybody. Mr. Fritz is here. We could all hear him clearly and that makes me so fucking happy. It's nice to be here. Um it is, it actually is nice to be here um, I'm surprised any of you are here out, it, Outside just makes me want to die I'm sure you're in the same suicidal mode So hopefully by the end of the show We'll all be so drunk, everyone will look attractive enough To put something into something And we'll all be much, much happier about that I flew in, because I don't live here anymore And that makes me very depressed But I, uh, I did fly in I, uh, I'm a very loyal flyer To uh, American Airlines No apparent reason I'm just patriotic in that way And um, it was a pretty empty flight. Flying midday on a Saturday is a very, very good idea. Uh, You will be able to switch seats. You won't have to sit next to a very, very overweight person and uh, feel them, literally feel them. It's nice. I got to move uh, to do a different row. I got to sit in the exit aisle, which means I didn't hurt my knees. And um, because I sat in the exit aisle, I had a new set of people in front of me. And the row was full of people. And I realized, oh, these are three sisters. That's nice. It's three sisters flying from washington dc to chicago and they were going to transfer later uh to somewhere else you get a free drink on a flight because you're on a flight that's just what happens so they come by blah, blah blah so you get uh pretty basic options and occasionally they serve food and these women were hungry they did not eat in the airport so they were very hungry and like most women um they craved encased meats And they ordered a brat. They wanted a brat because when you're flying over Ohio, there's no better time to eat a brat than now. So, uh, of course, American Airlines doesn't serve brats because they're not insane. So they don't do that. So, of course, what do you do if there's not a brat? You might get a hot dog. That would make sense. A polo sausage. Whatever. No, 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 no. Um, These three women wanted cotton candy. So they ordered cotton candy. But that doesn't exist because fuck it. Just because. Whatever the ladies go oh i don't know what we want come back to us so the flight attendant who's now spent 10 minutes with these wonderful wonderful women, moves on to my row and i order whatever and that's when it dawned on them i could tap this person in the back to get their attention so they do quite aggressively and they get a water because if you can't get a brat or a cotton candy on a flight you get water because that's actually reasonable um they finally turn the televisions on And I start watching hit NBC sitcoms. I love hit NBC sitcoms. They're my favorite. 30 Rock comes on. About five minutes into 30 Rock, these women realize, I don't like the air situation on this flight. I will now fuck with that for 30 minutes of the entire episode of 30 Rock. I also found out by staring at their very creepy fingers, they have long manicured nails, which to me is creepy. I don't know why. I apologize to the women or the gentlemen that love cocaine and have very long fingernails. I don't understand it. There's no purpose. How do you wear gloves? Whatever. Uh, I get over that. So, I notice that the flight attendants are talking to these women quite a bit. And I also notice that these three women, these three sisters, are talking to the people in front of them, the row in front of them. And I also find out why they're flying. Uh, they're going to be on the family feud. These, this is a family that is about to play the motherfucking feud. And they're excited! So, for the next hour... These women quiz the flight attendants. What are five things you'd find in a bathroom? And we find out all five things. And guess what? They didn't even get stolen. They only got one X out of a possible three X's. And it was fantastic. These women were in heaven. And I start having a nervous breakdown. The episode of Community, the Christmas episode of Community comes on. Ten minutes into the episode, I'm literally in tears. I'm crying and I'm shaking. And I have no idea why. And I'm freaking the fuck out. Rather than just enjoy this delightful episode with the delightful Mr. Donald Glover. No, no, no. I can't do that. I start turning the headphones down so I can hear every goddamn family feud question. And I'm shaking and I don't know what to do and I think about ordering alcohol but it doesn't really make sense because I don't even like vodka and it's $7 so why the fuck would I do that? It doesn't make sense and then I get angry because I realize Steve Harvey, Steve Harvey, the worst comic in the history of comedy, one of the worst human beings ever is hosting Family Motherfucking Feud. This guy is rich as shit. He makes money profiting on homophobia and sexism and I can't fucking wrap my rhymes around it and I'm watching Aved have a freak out and I'm in tears and I don't know what the fuck is going on on and I'm on this flight and it's fucking miserable outside and I'm about to cry and then I realize I'm already crying so that doesn't even make sense and the flight's <laughs> over and the flight's over and I get off the flight and I'm, I'm leaving and I realize this is all because <laughs> my grandmother watched Family Feud every day and um, once my grandfather retired, oh I lived with my grandparents because you're poor shit, so um, they, they watched the feud every day and they watched soap operas every day and they taught me to compare myself to others. If you're successful in the feud, you're, you're going to be successful in life. and It's good for family to stick together, especially when you're getting beat as a child. Of course, you've got to stay loyal to that. It totally makes sense to just stick with what you know because God forbid we ever leave. God forbid we ever don't stick with the alcoholism. Whatever. I'm about to drink now for comedic effect and because I love Guinness. <sighs> Maybe if I drink the right amount of alcohol, I'll enjoy the feud. If I kill that one little pocket in my brain that has sense and reality and questions things like, you know, religion, boo, then I'll enjoy the feud and I could enjoy Steve Harvey's very brilliant comedic skill. And I really shouldn't judge Steve Harvey just because he's a sexist, homophobic racist. Fuck him. But no, no, I should embrace that because that's the pop culture. And because of that pop culture, that's a money-making machine. That allows for the things that I enjoy, For example, I'm not an American Idol fan, but without the success of American Idol, there's no Arrested Development. And also, why the fuck does it matter? Why the fuck do I care? This does not make any goddamn sense. So I need to tell myself, and I need all of you lovely, lovely people, to tell me to just fuck off and to be grateful. And that's the theme of 2011. If we can get through this fucking awful, awful snow, if we can get past the feud... We can be grateful and have a wonderful life and listen to the Flaming Lips and take the right amount of drugs where we don't die because we're human beings and adults, not like stupid Heath Ledger because he was so rich he didn't know how to take designer drugs. It's not fucking hard. We can do this together, and I am so, so happy we are doing this together, and I have Jeremy Tromberg on piano, and I have Esmeralda as my co-host. We have a great, great lineup. We have Mike David, who's a very, very talented, talented, successful man. We have Chad Briggs, one of the funniest men, and the only person <laughs> where we had to, uh, 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 had to stop the podcast because I was laughing so much, and we listened to the birds for no apparent reason, and we also have music from my favorite b- country punk bluegrass man in the world, Al Scorch, and I am very, very happy we're all here.
0: Let's play The Feud, everybody! Let's play The Feud! Jeremy Chomberg!
1: Thank you, Jeremy. That was beautiful. How are you, Esmeralda?
2: I'm good. You know, today, I actually almost had a breakdown as well.
1: Why did you have a breakdown? In a nail salon. In a nail salon? Why? Because
2: they were playing the Hallmark movie called Hachi. What's Hachi? Which is about this dog who misses his owner, Richard Gere. and And it was silent, so I didn't even know what was going on. I just deduced that that was his owner. And Hachi, this beautiful Akita, was sad because they did a montage of the dog slowly it hung out at a train station i don't know why the dog
1: or richard the dog okay
2: both actually he hung out like you would see him there but they did this whole montage of hachi walking by the train tracks with his head down and then you see him lying in a pile of snow looking really sad what kind of dog was it it was a akita
1: what is the hell is an Akita? I it's, thought that was um, the name of the dog. Or no, I already fucked up. the Hachi story. is, the name, Hachi the, is the name of the dog. It's
2: a beautiful dog. These it's a just sounds like dog, really good. So I don't good even ate- know why it was. You know, These are abandoned. just Asian
1: fusion dishes.
2: Yes, Akitas and Hachi's they are delicious. But I'm no, sure they are delicious. It was a fucking montage of the, the dog just being sad. And at one point, he's sleeping on a pile of snow. And he's dreaming of Richard Gere walking him and throwing him a ball. I literally, the lady was doing my nails. Wait a and second. I had to wait like a second. Suck Real quick,
1: shitty joke. How many gentlemen also dream of Richard Gere throwing them balls? Continue Esmeralda.
2: <laughs> but I just suck. I almost started crying. Because that made me sad. That that's poor not a,
1: dog. That's not so much of a breakdown, but... Uh, uh, an example of human emotion.
2: Yeah, but it was in a nail salon to a Hallmark movie starring There's a, Gear.
1: There's a lot of fumes in there and a lot of sadness and where is it in the middle of the day? Yeah. That's sad to me. I'm about to cry.
2: Not I for, think it's very luxurious cuz I can go to the nail salon in the middle of the day. Yeah, if you're get a get real housewife,
1: it's fantastic.
2: <laughs> Why do I hate which people? I'm not? Do you want to be a real housewife? No. Yes
1: fantastic comic Tommy. what are our stories for the evening esmeralda
2: who wants to know about the new designer drug it's not really designer what Uh, is it bath salts what yeah anybody hear about this fucking people are grinding up bath salts and snorting them up and going all crazy
1: could, do they sell bath salts at Jewel? Yes. I will give someone the money to we'll do. To, let's all do bath salt. Fuck away. it, man. It's cold as shit outside. We're all going to die sooner or later. Might as well do, die to bath salts.
2: See, but the thing is, you, you hallucinate.
0: Oh, you do? You get
2: horrible hallucinations. So it's a psychedelic drug? Yeah. It cool. Has a, it has a thing in it um, called a method, methadrone and methyl and diacoprolone.
3: Is that a diet It's also
2: known as MDPV. Hey buddy. In Calgon, and and in Calgon,
3: other,
1: you know, is it an ancient salt. Asian secret?
2: That's, That's a Wayne's World reference, isn't it? Calgon's the bath salt you soak in.
1: Oh, I, I was just snorting bath salts. The Chinese Asian
2: salt. secret is like the bleach.
1: That's just. It was a drug. clothing thing. Cause you know why Nirvana's bleach was named bleach? Do you know why? Because uh, Kurt mm. Cobain was uh, using bleach as heroin substitute. That's a, that's real.
2: Powdered bleach, I'm assuming. I don't really know. He's dead. So, Let's not ask him. Liquid bleach would be a little hard.
1: Yeah, it's good to be successful. Suck that up. But Probably
2: yeah, people know. are fucking snorting bath salts. Next story. And now people want to ban bath salts.
1: They want to ban them. Yes. Why do they? I...
2: Because people are snorting them and slitting their throats.
1: What? They're because slitting they're their throats?
2: hallucinating. And they're slitting their throats? Yes. It was in. They're not uh, doing it right. In Mississippi. You'll like this, uh. Mississippi crowd? lawmakers uh, want to ban the sale of the powders, and they also want to do that in Kentucky, and Louisiana, and Mississippi. They have
1: other problems than and do you salts. see?
2: And do you see this trend? Yeah, the South. We get it. Louisiana. We get it. The South. Yeah. Snorting
1: Yeah, white salts. people that like alcohol like bath salts. I get it. Thanks for insulting half of our crowd.
2: Okay, next story. They're hillbillies. <laughs> what? You just said it, not me.
1: Uh, you, whatever. Um,
2: Facebook will make you feel like a loser.
1: Of course it does. Where and it's only
2: well, no, 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 there was a study. There's studies actually fucking done on this shit. Um,
1: I love your anger tonight.
2: Well, I'm just saying they're spending money on this. Yeah. There's diseases that you could figure out, not or figure
1: out how Facebook. to use a, and abuse bath salts as well.
2: <laughs> how to snort bath salt? No, no, no. Um, it's essentially the, this research was done saying that. You go on Facebook and say you're really bored one night and it's a sad Saturday night and you're sitting by yourself looking at Facebook and you're looking at all these people, people's pictures and your friends and they're having great times and they're great status messages. It makes you really sad. That Does this ever alone. happen to you? Sometimes. It happens to me
1: every fucking time I go on Facebook. happens to everybody. It's awful. I That's comp- why there's
2: a research done on it because... Apparently enough people are sad bastards.
1: I am a sad... Ba- I don't know my dad. I am a sad bastard. We
2: all are. We're all sad sacks.
1: Well, I'm a real sad bastard.
2: Um, and also... Go. So everyone knows Tuesday, what, morning, afternoon, it's going to fucking be the apocalypse outside. So I say, keep drinking, because you're not going to go to work anyway, because there's going to be snow everywhere. Can't do anything when there's apparently snow everyone
1: there. in here is in eighth grade. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you all get snow days, you don't get that.
1: I do, I, I get actually em. get s- you.
2: <laughs> I don't have a job, that's right. <laughs> Speaking of someone, <laughs> that every day's a snow day for me, even when there's no snow. That just
1: means you're snorting bath salts every day.
2: <laughs> yeah, I am. It's great. I hallucinate that there's snow on the ground.
1: But you're smart enough not to have any sharp knives at the home. You just look that's like a sure shitty very cutter. They're all Yeah.
2: They're all butter knives. Oh, that's nice. No, but I was thinking, so you're staying with me every time yeah. you'd come do the live show. Yeah. And if it does snow
3: tonight, I might be staying with you you're going to be longer. stuck.
2: And I was wondering, who would win in a battle of us fighting about, you know, because we can't get out. Mm-hmm. We ate all the food within an hour. <laughs> and we're still hungry. <laughs> You know, who would win in eating each other?
1: Oh, that's a good question. Because I think I would win. Yeah. I
2: would start imagining you as a big pork chop. Big talking pork. And I have a cat. I wouldn't even eat the cat first.
1: Your cat's an asshole.
2: Yeah. See, even even more reason to eat it, but I wouldn't.
1: Yeah, I think I'd I'd consume the uh, flask of whiskey I have hidden in that room and the bottle of wine I have hidden in that room. But who do you think would win? You would win. Yeah. 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 I'd also just kill myself <laughs> first. So.
2: And then I'd eat you.
1: Yeah. So you're, it's not really a fight. It's just you watching me die.
2: That's true. Speaking, but of I s- would start cutting you as you're like slowly. Dying. It's going to take
1: a long time with those butter knives.
2: <laughs> well, that's true. Are you and gonna ba- I want fresh. How meat. would you kill me and bake me?
1: Would you bake me? Would you broil me? Would you well, grill I do me? Do have with a Dutch oven? Different parts of me <laughs> used for different things.
2: Yeah, I would shove you in the free. Like you know, uh, what is it called? Filet you? I'd filet you up. Okay. Make some nice pieces. Okay. Um, probably use your bones for soup. Ooh. I uh, know. Make a good soup. I got some vegetables. Okay. <laughs> Why not I just? We wouldn't eat... eat those first. Yeah, of course, of course. I'd have yeah, to yeah, make yeah. a soup. Su- Mur-
1: I a completely su- agree. You should totally yeah. murder me. Yeah, and and make then soup out of it. Cannibalize. And then
2: my cat and I will enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. While this watching the snow fall. Oh, it's gonna be delightful and beautiful. I know. It'll be
1: like a Hallmark movie starring Richard Gere and a dog. <laughs> Speaking of Richard Gere and a dog, our first guest of the evening. Is a very, very uh, funny man, but I don't know if he considers himself a comedian, so we will definitely ask him that. Come into the stage, please put your hands together for Mike David, everybody. Mike David. How you doing, buddy? Hey, Brandon. Oh, Mike. Mike and I just spent the afternoon together. It was romantic. We Spent the afternoon together.
4: We did a little show. We, we did talked. A show.
1: You do a podcast. I do do a podcast.
4: What is your podcast I don't called? Want to call it a podcast. What do you want to call it? Internet radio. Can we do that? Can we can we do call that. Call it internet radio. Do you, why don't you like podcasts? Well, here's the thing. Like a podcast means it should be on an iPod, right? Mm-hmm. That's not how I listen to podcasts. I listen to them on my computer or in the car on an iPod. You know. <laughs> well. It, <laughs> This guy, uh, what was his name? The dude from uh, MTV who who invented the term <laughs> podcasting. Oh, that piece of
1: shit. Um, what was his name? Fuck. Wait, Adam, Carolla? Adam No, Curry. not Carolla. Oh, Adam, Adam Curry. Curry, Curry thank Wait, you. Adam Curry, Adam Curry with the big 80s yeah. metal yeah, yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. And now he's still wearing Adam that leather Curry jacket. Adam Curry invented the word podcast. He did. Hmm. Okay, so uh, there was internet radio. People were doing internet radio. They were doing these little shows. You could download them as MP3s. He coined the term podcasting because he came up with a system to subscribe to it and then put it on your iPod.
2: Does he get any money from that? No. Oh. Well, then it's useless.
1: Sure. Well, everyone knows that Adam Curry is also useless. He's just weird and useless. He was a big deal back then. (laughs) You've been doing this longer than anyone in the city in terms of uh, internet radio. Yeah. (laughs) Why? Why? What made you start
4: doing this? You know, we started doing it as a a joke. We were... were, uh, When is the date? I don't know Okay I was 19 Okay I'm 28 now So nine years ago It was nine Quick math It's nine <laughs> Nine years I uh We were just playing around with microphones Pete, mm-hmm. you know what It's fun to play around with microphones It is You talk at and You hear yourself I know And we got a big kick out of it. You want me to put some reverb you know?
1: on that for no reason
4: What's that You want me to put
1: reverb on your mic No Okay d- You don't want to sing a ditty
4: I'm going to put my gum there
1: That's oh, fantastic
4: that's it's you. Your news <laughs> stories. I gotta man. chew gum, man. My breath smells bad. Why does your breath smell bad? I don't. You know, I don't know. I don't know. I brush the teeth. I do flossing. I do mouthwash. You have halitosis. Though.
3: Do you have halitosis? I don't know if
4: it's bad. I just like it. Is mid- your
2: tongue white no, all the my time? My
4: tongue's not white.
2: Well, it's bacteria. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Okay. Am I? No, it's not. Do you white. floss? Yeah, of course. He
1: just said he flossed. <laughs> mm.
2: What kind of mouthwash? Do you floss do you use? right?
1: I use uh, Listerine. Okay, that is the right one. The stuff. <laughs> So you started doing a podcast because microphones are fun. I started doing an internet radio sorry, show because microphones yes, yes, yes. are fun. And then
4: finally, Adam Curry. Talk, like, like, you don't understand. Enough. You put up a thing, and you pretend you're doing this thing, and you're like, okay, the weather is shit. You know, you're talking, and you record it, and you listen back to it, and you and your friends get a kick out of it. So we, what we I don't we think doing? any of my friends have ever gotten a kick out of this. Well, you guys didn't play the right game. No, you we didn't. Probably out, you know, breaking laws and, and doing
1: that And in internet radio laws you've all bro- broken. I don't know for sure. <laughs> So you like doing this obviously. It grows and it grows and it grows. It You've grows
4: and it grows. Yeah. And then podcasting came out, okay? So we had this internet radio show and we go, Oh my god, we could we could do this podcast. We could document
1: thing. what we've recorded. It's the
4: same thing. It's the same it was very confusing back then. Yeah. Because nobody understood. They're like, wait, you could listen to live radio on mm-hmm. your iPod? Does it, do you buy an attachment? What do you do? People didn't know what it was. It yeah. took a very long time to figure out what we were doing. Uh, But we jumped on it real early, and iTunes came out with their podcast section, and uh, we were like the first, you know, in the batch of the first 25 podcasts that were on there. Yeah. So instantly, we had all these millions of people just checking it out. Totally. And we got like 15,000 fans out of it right off the bat. And you've been able to maintain that and grow. Maintain it, grow it, and uh, yeah. Why do you think that is? Well, consistency. I mean, that's what people want. You know, really, all you have to do is talk. Be passionate about what you're talking about. Be semi-interesting, maybe charming, and and they'll, they'll keep listening. They develop this connection with you. Does it
1: anger you when new podcasts pop up and they're no, awful? It used to. What changed? <sighs> I'm, I'm, That's a good sigh, by the way. It, it, yeah.
4: <laughs> I don't know what ch- – I think it's just because I know what I'm doing. I'm comfortable with what yeah. I'm doing. Used to – when a, a person would open a podcast, I'd go, great. Now they're going to muck up the scene. Yeah. Uh, now there's more options to choose from. They're not going to see us who's yep. working at it. And uh, it, I would get mad. You're never going to make it. You yeah. Know, that's what I would say. Of course, because that's what we all say in a Disney villain voice. But, yeah, now I don't care. Do your podcast, fail at it, and uh, move on. It's great. Sure. It's fun. To- it's also fun to go on failing podcasts. I've been on many. Mm-hmm. I'm on one right now.
2: Aww.
1: <laughs>
4: That's probably. Blah,
2: blah. more than likely. <laughs> well, thanks a lot.
4: You don't think Sorry. I knew what I you're was You're very doing. good, Oh, thank you. You're very good at this.
2: Well, then I just might leave.
4: Sure. Yeah, Since you,
2: this is a failing podcast. Well,
4: you need to eat me sooner or later. Um, <laughs> yeah. In fact, years from now, I'm going to come back just because you're on it, and I'm more excited to see you. Yeah. Like the Andy Richter thing.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: I'll yeah. be the rich one, and you'll yeah, yeah. be the
1: Richter. That's fine
4: with sure. me. I don't and care. And you'll just
2: be inside me because I ate you. Know?
1: Yes, yes, yes <laughs> Well, that's disturbing because of I'm your. I'm hungry, po- folks. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Drink more. Uh, speaking of drinking more, you started doing a comedy club.
4: Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were going to say heroin or something. <laughs> no. Yeah, we started a comedy. You know, we do. Wait, pop- have you done heroin? Uh, no. Okay. Not no. Just asking. Heroin sounds dirty. It, it literally is dirty. Sounds bad. It's a brown drug. It doesn't sound like a fun drug. No, it's not. I a fun drug. like the fun ones.
1: What is a fun drug you like? Coke. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Line it up. Spe- that's a Marty
4: DeRosa call. Marty De Rosa. Uh
1: Speaking of uh, cocaine, you wanted to open a comedy club, and you did.
4: I did. We, you know what? Uh, years of having stand-up comedians on the show, yeah, co-hosting with me, and going out to their shows that looked like this. I was like, "There's got to be a way we can do a show that's like better." Yeah, yeah. You. So you decided to do a, a show in an awful club with awful drink prices, and it's going really well. What does that mean?
1: That means exactly what I said. It's an awful fucking club, not your yeah. entourage where okay. he does his club. It's fucking awful. There's no reason to go there. The only people that do go there, for your club. We chose it for, for that reason. Yeah.
4: We no, found, we've talked about
1: this. No, we're no, on no. the same page.
4: We found And your drink a,
1: prices are insanely
3: high. Listen, and you complain about
4: it. We were trying to find a spot to do it. We wanted to do a bar show. Yeah.
3: It's not a bar
4: show. No, no, no. But that's, that's what we went out to do. Yeah. And, you know, it just – we wanted – we didn't want people to be distracted. We wanted to, to take all the things we didn't like about stand-up comedy shows and try to correct those things. Okay. And my biggest belief is they have to be – there has to be no distractions. They have to be sitting down in a showroom and watching comedy, and they have to feel like they're having a night out. You know, it, I think that's important. So it's better to do that than, say, in a bar with the tamale guy coming in. Yeah, the happen guy like 20
1: can't minutes. Come in. You in. The, the door can't be by the, the stage. <laughs> What's wrong with the door by the stage? <laughs> because you
4: say hi to the people that walk in. <laughs> that walk in. <laughs> I know. It interests the listener. I'm like, yeah. who is he saying Sir. hi to? And it usually works out great. He's oh, they excited love it. to say hi. Yeah, and the listeners see? all love it because yeah. they can't see anything.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They <clears> uh-huh. imagine that we're all thin and beautiful. We wanted it to
4: look prettier, too. It is you know, it is, a, it is a beautiful space. And I don't think. I think it's cheesy looking now. No, it's not. Uh, but we found a failing nightclub that was. Fa- we tre- wanted it yeah. failing. We don't. We wanted it to be the best thing they had. Yeah. We, wa- we wanted it to be the reason they stayed open, which is what, what is happening now. And so that yeah, it's this douchey nightclub called Entourage. Yeah. We found it. They're only open from you know eleven p.m. till four in the morning on Friday and Saturday. We yeah. said it's perfect. We'll come in. We'll do our show before you guys open for your nightclub thing we will leave and then you could do your nightclub thing.
1: And it started with one night a week. <laughs> with the Asian people. That's what I was waiting for. <laughs> it's but where they go. Let's be clear. Suburban Asians. Um, suburban Asians. Yeah, yeah. Asians, uh, The... Aliens. Yeah, yeah. I understand. <laughs> really? You've never heard not of a show? Not like
4: illegal aliens.
2: Is it the second groan we've had this night? Because you did your Heath Ledger thing and uh, now this.
1: That got a groan the Heath Ledger thing? Yeah. I heard it. Ooh, Michelle Williams is pretty. I like Michelle Williams. <laughs> she she I really pretty. like her now. Yeah. Mm. I'd like to Dawson Her Creek. Um, uh, why would you audit that? That doesn't make sense. Um, <laughs> you started doing the club. Now yeah. the club's going, and you started doing the podcast. What's the goal? In
4: an ideal world, what will you be doing? I don't really have a goal except to just keep doing comedy, and to be able to live off doing comedy is a great thing. So are to be you, able to not have to look at a clock and go, God, what am I going to get out of here? Yeah. Are I'm you a comic? Big, I don't know. I, you know, people say no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, I can make people laugh. I know that now. We're yeah. uh, grown. Our either. show, our podcast is funny, I think. Yeah, it's very funny. And, uh, but on a stage, I am horrible. <laughs> I am terrible. I can't do stand-up. Why? I could if I... Try. It's It'd very be... hard. Stand-up comedy is the hardest thing you can do. Yeah. See, that's why it's not a good... It's brilliant. You won't hear Mexicans saying pussy at our club.
1: You know, I like that he you might. look like... Did he hear me? There's a <laughs>
4: giant PA
1: in front of us. It's not giant. It's pretty big. <laughs> yeah. I think it's big enough for what we're doing here. Sure. We don't need to be... cooking. I don't know. Um... <laughs> I'm XM, I'm serious, and I approach you And I say, hey, I want to do your show We own the rights to the name Red Bar Radio
4: Do you do it? No Why? Uh, you know, we were on What is he saying? Is he saying something? Hey, sir, we're doing an interview here <laughs> Claudio, come on in, man Oh, come on in Yeah This is tamales? Yeah hey, Let me Claudio. buy one right now Let's do one on stage Yeah, yeah Let's do a tamale For five dollars Tamale Yeah, let's do it I've never had one. I keep oh, Oh, they're good, good. Get they're the delicious. cheese we we'll get the cheese Two cheese
1: no, they serve and you get, uh, six, get for six for five dollars. Six for five dollars. It's worth it. All right. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna do tamales can on stage. Come salsa. Let's nice. do it. Yeah, it's fantastic. Oh boy. No
2: credit. That's, that's the future of podcasting, out. everybody. Credit cards.
1: Um. So tamales. No. Why? Why no to the radio thing? You know, we did AM. We were
4: on the AM radio. But that's for a different.
1: Bit. That's different than satellite. It,
4: you know what? I've learned that you could do this yourself. That's Just fine. give us the food.
1: No, Thank you. you gotta <laughs>
4: What are these tacos?
1: Tamales, really? damn it! Thanks, Claudio. Thank you. <laughs> um,
4: wh- uh, that doesn't look good. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Did we get changed? That was a twenty-dollar You're $20 gonna get vote. change. Twenty. No, you can keep keep those. Yours. You're gonna give him a fifteen-dollar tip? Yeah, he interrupted a show. Oh, Why wouldn't it's I?
1: That's nice. That's fantastic.
4: Yeah, <laughs> comes in and sells illegal food at bars. I love Claudio. We buddy. love Claudio. Claudio. No, no, no. That's for you. That's for you. Yeah, I'm positive. Thanks. Love you. <laughs> what did he say? Did he get a laugh? He's
1: really good with crowd work. He's fantastic.
4: A <laughs> hole. No No, he's yeah. nice. <laughs>
2: This is ridiculous. That's crazy. You should eat them, by the way. They are delicious.
1: You have no idea how doing this in D.C. is. Like, I've gotten into fights with Republicans on a nightly basis. This is great. This is a very captive crowd that's going to be happier because we're all
4: Midwestern and fat. It's great. On Conan, they do Snow Cone Guy.
1: Oh, they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He comes out and ruins things. It's funny to be goofy, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah, it's very funny. He's selling inside.
4: tamales out of a third. It's out. awesome. You haven't had that. <laughs> even... selling FDA unapproved food. They're it's great. They're so good. It's fine. You I, ever, I've heard wait, good things see, no, Wait, no, way.
2: You're talking, about your, talking about your FDA approved foods. Yeah, yeah. Do you I, eat fucking Taco Bell no, and McDonald's no. and you eat all that McDonald's. shit? You eat
1: McDonald's? Yeah. Fuck off. You're so a drunk. Yeah, I was small.
2: teasing.
4: Ugh. I know he's just as bad as Taco Bell and McDonald's. <laughs>
2: These are little gold. Just wrapped. as bad. Just, it's going
4: to be just as awful. I can imagine.
3: <laughs> Those yeah, the are bag fucking says, delicious. "Have a nice
4: day, though." It's positive. Positive message. Good branding. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what better branding? Just out of the bag say, "Tamale guy."
4: Hope I show up. Uh, no hope hours I listed. Up. Sure. Yeah. Sure. I like staring. I can't, I at can't you. believe thermoses keep things hot. Oh, it's great. <laughs> That's weird, It works for both you temperatures. You think of thermos as a, as a cooler. You would think that. But I guess it could work in uh, opposite ways. But think about ways.
1: thermos for coffee. Sure.
4: Or for tea. Sure. Or for hot toddies. Sure. It
2: insulates.
1: How yeah. much do you think you drink? How much do, do you think I drink? No, I don't care what I think. How much do you
4: think you drink? Uh, liquor? Yeah. You know, I've been, I drink a lot, but uh, I've been trying to cut down recently. Why? I, I, we did like a live roast for Mm -hmm. myself at the club. Mm -hmm. And I went up last and I was very drunk and I listened, I thought I was really being charismatic and charming. And I listened back to the tape and it was bad. Horrible. It was bad. Horrible. Just embarrassing.
1: If you weren't going to go on stage, if you didn't have the comedy club, how much would you be drinking more or less? You too, Claudio. Thank you. You're the best. Yeah, thank you. Thank you,
4: Claudio. They love you. I know. They love that. Yeah. The underdog. Yeah. They love that guy.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Alright. Wilson. will He's our bars waker. Wait, making... who said that. <laughs> Why would you say that? Everybody loves Claudio. Yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs>
4: alright, alright, alright. I feel like we're I fi- wasn't trying to be mean to him.
3: <laughs> well.
4: Yeah, but
1: here's the thing. Wait, crowd. <laughs> Fantastic. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You all, we all pay lip service to Claudio. Who's giving Claudio a $15 tip? Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, it even. does mean you can be an
2: asshole.
1: No, no, no. That's exactly what it was means. I USA, an USA, USA AOK. That's Really? <gasps>
4: I thought we, I was being. Should nice. we get a
2: mic out next time? As, uh, like, do we, are we going
4: to do this Donahue thing? style? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Hell no. <nah. laughs> <laughs> I'm not a stand up comedian. <laughs> Hey, no, 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 no. I really want to clear this up with you. <laughs> Hold on. I had no idea that there was some thing about this man. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's a local legend. I wasn't trying to be mean. He, I was just saying exactly what he did. <laughs> right? I'm gonna bust your head oh, hey. <laughs> hey, hey. I'm kidding we're
2: Hey everybody kidding. Also did you realize we're doing a, a, a live talk show here I
1: love Anybody? this This is called magic
2: No, <laughs> This is just fucking uh, magical
4: I love tonight I don't get yeah. along with people with beards <laughs> This is a thing I'm learning Yeah yeah you don't But you know so many of You're them You're 36 with a beard You hang out here on a Monday it's fantastic. You're not gonna like me No they're not gonna like you No But thanks for doing the show buddy I love doing this show. I love having you on the show. Where are we going next? I think we should uh, address issues.
1: You want to do the issues of the day? Yeah. What's your no, number?
4: not issues of the day. Just
1: issues in general. I want to. I hate him. Oh, he's a good guy. I hate
3: him. <laughs> I like <laughs> him. I know him. He's a good guy. Why are you
4: ruining my time? I him a Nice time. You did a good job of doing that yourself. Ooh. Oh no, he did not. He did. <laughs> okay. I'm so glad I have a room mic in this room. I, I just. It's opposite day with the hipsters here. In <laughs> it really is. Like, you hate everything that, ma- that, that is real. Everything that is opposite and silly is awesome to you. The guy is walking in with a thermos, yelling out he's selling crazy food. <laughs> How do I not comment on that?
2: Crazy food? Sorry, I
4: don't know that that's like a tradition here in hell. <laughs> I think I'm the bad guy. Any other place. That would be insane. <laughs> See, but because I, I'm unfamiliar with traditionalism craziness, I'm the bad guy. Claudio. So sorry. See, I think you could do stand-up. You're fucking all great. All I need is a winter hat and a thermos, <laughs> and I will be loved by morons. I don't... Oh, it's brilliant. Oh, boy. Great. Could I'm we all, so sorry that I try. I'm so sorry. I didn't make food and deliver hot <laughs> shit lunch to be this is unbelievable stop it who are you fooling I love this so I'm much I'm not trying to be I wasn't trying to be mean either I also I like thought that, you that make was it, crazy. you're
2: making it sound like he forced the tamales on you he, like he walked in yelling
4: tamales where does that Does doesn't that doesn't mean
2: you gotta buy some
4: yes it does no not
2: all these people didn't buy any and how many
4: did you buy sir
0: uh, none I already ate
4: well so did I I'm not gonna eat these you want them Take them. Why don't you come up here and take them? Oh! <laughs> oh. Here we go. This will be a nice moment. This is a good, beautiful moment. <laughs>
3: this here. will be on our best. Oh, of you look hits.
4: nicer than you look there. Thank. I'm sorry.
3: <laughs> oh. Nice to meet you
4: too.
2: Look at that. Is that a? Hey! He'll eat for a week.
4: They're so old. They're so old.
1: I like having you on the show. How do they have
4: dads? Oh, these, I don't have a dad. These guys.
1: I don't have a dad. I know. Yeah. That's why I'm nice. up here. You know, oh, It's along. relative. You're nice. It's relative. You're only saying nice because I gave you whiskey.
4: Yep. 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 Where were we in our interview? I have
1: no idea. No? <laughs> I've been completely derailed, and it's been for the best because...
4: Sure. Yeah.
1: I just have a lot of mean thoughts in this my This will head.
4: be a memorable moment. Oh, it is.
2: Should I give yeah. him his presents?
4: Yeah, give him some presents. Okay. Make him feel better.
2: Uh, so, one of them is a... Uh, I don't even know it. It's a trinket mm-hmm. from the lovely state of Durango, Mexico. It's a scorpion because you do stingers on your show. Oh, thanks.
4: Can and I then also, it?
2: Um, it says on the bottom, "When I was there." Thank you. So that's yours. Mm. <laughs> it's a momento when I was there in 1998. You need more stuff, guy? <laughs> <laughs> it's a real scorpion, by the way.
4: That's en- very cool. I love something. bugs.
2: I don't know what. Um, um, and then because I, I believe you like ladies what is
4: this time filler stuff <laughs> yes. because
0: you like it.
2: ladies here's a, uh, an anime girl puzzle oh my god you keep that in the bathroom I don't like I cars. like white
0: ladies these are
3: Chinese <laughs>
0: yeah
2: they're all blonde
4: it's anime no thanks
2: yeah but they got they're blonde and got brown dye
4: okay okay
1: and the Thank final you. that was very sweet <laughs> yeah. The final gift from Mike is—I um, know Mike's a, a very uh, big 9/11 fan—so I got you a World Trade.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I
4: got you a World Trade Center postcard. Oh my God! Thank you. <laughs> the World Trade Center, everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: it's our favorite set of buildings. Never forget. And Give we're going to end this. That. We're going to end this interview, and then just start fist fighting with uh, the crowd, <laughs> <laughs> with a question from the kids. With a question, so oh, we cannot end like that. No, that's how we end. Fuck oh, off! Okay, it's my okay. show. Okay. One right. to two hundred and sixty. Pick a number. Uh, two hundred and sixty. Fantastic. We're retiring the questions this year. We're getting a new book. If you can ask your parents any questions for an hour and know they would tell you the absolute yes. truth, yes. what sorts of things would you ask, pretend they would answer everything, but afterwards okay. would forget they had even talked to you?
4: Sure. When I was a kid, when I was 17, my dad used to force me to do baths with him.
1: There we go. <laughs> there we go.
4: Okay. So I would ask, first of all, why did we have to have the bath? And then uh, I would hope they would talk for an hour about why they would do the baths with yep. me. What happened in the bath? Well, first it would be like, he'd be like, wash my back. i go, okay. And then I'd, you know, you got to wash him. <clears throat> you do what the dad asks. And then, you know, he would turn around and then he'd say, wash my front. <laughs> so I said, okay, well, you're the dad. You know, and you wash his front, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. his dick. And then, then he says, kiss me. Yeah. And you kiss him, and you start making out. And then he goes, I'm 56. And you go, okay. Yeah, I know. And then your mom comes in, and she goes, what? You know? Yeah. What's going on, Why, son and dad? Stop cheating. <laughs> and then you say, fuck off. You don't know what we do. And then you and your dad have this relationship. So that's what I would I would ask them why they did that to me.
2: Wait, did you get washed?
4: Oh yeah. I okay.
2: Because I just hear all about your dad getting washed, not you. So
4: mm, he's why older. Sure. He was first. You take.
2: <laughs> Daddy is always.
4: first. <laughs> you take care of the elders. We uh, fucked.
1: <laughs> Mike's show, Red Bar Radio, is on every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You can download it. Thank you. The Entourage Nightclub, two shows Friday, two no, it's shows called No. The Entourage Nightclub, the Red Bar Radio. The Red Bar Comedy Club yeah. in Entourage Nightclub every Friday and Saturday in an awful neighborhood It's yep. the only good thing at doing in Why that town. Why is that
4: an awful neighborhood?
1: It's a piece of shit. Why? It's a tourist trap. Everything's overpriced and shit. No. Yeah,
4: it's awful. It's not overpriced. No, it's overpriced. You can't say that. I just did. That's, it's not true. That is true. It's equally priced. No, it's not. Sure it is. No, it's not. Have you ever been anywhere? Yes. I'm in D.C. I'm in New York. That shit's overpriced, It's not overpriced. No, it is. I just went to L.A. I went to the worst (laughs) shows in L.A., the worst comedy shows. Okay? In dives. No, I'm not... And their drink prices were more expensive. I'm not talking about your club. I'm talking about the neighborhood itself. Oh, the neighborhood is overpriced. Yeah. Okay. That's all. (laughs) Yeah, it's a nice neighborhood. That's... Uh, It is. It's to a point. I'm sorry. They don't have... There's no tamales. All right,
1: everybody, please put your hands together for Mike David, everybody. Mike David. Thank you, Jeremy. That was delightful. Thanks, crowd, for not going to violence. Coming to the stage. One of my absolute favorite comedians in this fair city. Please put your hands together for one of the quickest, funniest men in the city. Chad Briggs, everybody. Chad Briggs.
5: No, no, go ahead, man. It's cool. Okay. How's everybody doing? Seriously, yeah. You guys ready for Panic Down 2011? We're all going to die. Or just fucking go inside. I like that's the preparation for a blizzard. Fucking go inside. And watch all the movies that you haven't watched. And when you're done with that, watch TV. When you're done with that, masturbate. When you're done with that, read. <laughs> and let's hope to holy sh- God that it's over by then. God damn it. Thank you. Thanks for having me out. That I, I'm glad we got all the racial tension out of the way before my comedy set started, so I feel okay about talking about anything. Um, It's a new year, trying, like this month I'm writing it off, uh, just had a lot of winter depression, Um, but we're gonna, I got a lot of notes, I am trying to, like I got a note from, I'm getting I'm, I'm trying to get better. I, I, I got a note from my girlfriend that uh, my foreplay is a little wrestly, and I'm going to try to take care of that this year. I don't know. I, I can go from an atomic elbow drop into a gentle thigh caress like nobody's <laughs> business. But apparently she doesn't appreciate it. I, I don't know. I, I wish. I wish. This, real, my real 2011 resolution is I wish I could quit these white women, y'all. Boy, boy, boy. Boy. These white women with their American spirit cigarettes <laughs> and the Bikram yoga classes <laughs> and the handmade soap <laughs> and the $8 cupcake. who going to buy an $8 cupcake, y'all? Worst thing I really think about white girls is, and I love them, I love them, I love them. It's just the expectations they have, especially as it uh, pertains to sex. Um, especially after the sex, because they always expect brunch, am I right? Uh, it's gotten to the point where every time I ejaculate, I feel like I owe somebody a Bloody Mary. And, uh, even by myself, sir. Even by myself. How those tamales? <laughs> Enjoy those. I, um... But I'm, I'm poor. I, I, I did. I reeled in a white girl. She's fantastic, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to last. Um, I don't know if she's going to dig my lack of ambition and the taste of Red Baron pizza for too much longer. <laughs> Red Baron pizza? The edible? Fuck it. Um... <laughs> I'm really, I'm really poor, and, and I'm the worst kind of poor. I'm white, college educated poor. I'm like fuck me poor. Like I fucked up somewhere. Poor. Like every time I open, I, I feel like every time I open a cup of uh, cup of noodles, there uh, I feel like the uh, ghosts of Malcolm X and Che Guevara high five somewhere. <laughs> fuck that white motherfucker. And if you know your history, that's a spot on Che Guevara. Um, I don't know. I, I, I feel like maybe, maybe I need a third world girl, y'all. Uh, I've been checking out this site, bsn.com. That's the Bangladeshi Singles Network. Uh, I just want to be able to tell a girl, hey, girl, come over and sit on my floor. It's made out of floor. Come check out my place. We've got walls. Walls and walls and walls. All around here. And if you're really good, I'll let you turn on the light. It's, uh... We can go dark. We can get dark, right? It's okay, right? Because the forecast calls for the malaise in your head to turn into suicidal thoughts uh, with the wind chill. Um... I was, uh, I was sitting in my living room the other day, uh, about 2 a.m., just dead drunk, PBR cans and uh, Frito wrappers at my feet, uh, picking orange Dorito dust out of my navel, uh, watching old reruns of A Different World, getting real into it, you know, just yelling at the TV, that's right, Sinbad, you tell Denise to stay in school, come on! When I said to myself, "Baby, this ain't living. This room needs a new name." So the next night I'm in my malaise cave. <laughs> and I'm enjoying a healthy choice dinner cuz the Walgreens by me is all out of the goddamn Marie Callender's pot pies that I love so much. <laughs> So I'm eating the healthy choice dinner and the irony of the healthy choice—the irony of the names of these dinners—isn't lost on me. Eating a healthy choice dinner on the dark side of thirty uh, <laughs> is, uh, you know, the culmination of about a decade of any number of unhealthy choices. <laughs> I might have made, and I I don't understand. Like they're they're all 400 calories, no matter what. They're all like the fish and chips, the vegetarian lasagna. Doesn't matter. They're just sea rations for lonely, unsuccessful people. (laughs) You screwed up somewhere. Fuck you. Eat this clunk. And I don't. I I, I really I don't. I don't get how they're made. I don't know if these chef bots just shit these food product out into these weird trapezoidal shapes. Like, every time, every time I eat one, I I, I picture um, a little Filipina girl in a sweatshop uh, painting the grill marks on my chicken marsala. <laughs> and it depresses the ever-loving shit out of me. Speaking of just being depressed, I, I was at work the other day, and this is something, like, I don't know why I, I, I ran into a total stranger um, like in the kitchen area. We were both getting water. And I don't understand why as adult human beings we can't just give each other the courtesy just, you know, just that one of those, just the almost half smile. Like I almost give a, 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 just a t- I, I almost – there you go. We're both carbon-based life forms. I'm just going to give you one of these. Like some people just feel like they have to talk to you. We're both getting water in the kitchen – and he goes it's a really thirsty time of the day <laughs> it's a really thirsty time of the day I don't know like why do we have to act like we're two 45 year old divorcees on a bad blind date at Chili's and just have to make conversation No, it's a really thirsty time of the day I-, I liked it because it sounded like an old Schlitz commercial from the 60's <laughs> You know, just like cut to some old, you know, greasy dudes coming out of a coal mine. It's a thirsty time of the day. Go into your friendly tavern and get a Schlitz. I actually also thought it's kind of sounded like uh, the beginning of like a passage of uh, Pulp Erotica. It's a thirsty time of the day. And if you'll indulge me, Hungry Brain, I'm actually, it's, it's kind of a hobby of mine. I write a little bit of Pulp Erotica. So... I, uh, I wrote a little something based on this prompt, if you don't mind me reading it now. I'm going to take that silence as a yes <laughs> and, and your light. Um, so this could be really awkward. So um, I hope your podcast listeners enjoy this. Um, <clears throat> this is called Thirsty Time of the Day. It's a thirsty time of the day, Ruth purred taking an ice cube from her vodka and passing it through her damp, heaving breasts. Jack's throbbing manhood throbbed in the jungle sultry crotch of his moist dungarees. He pounced like a a ravenous puma from said jungle, and they tumbled onto his musty Murphy bed. He extracted his prodigious member and penetrated her anticipating fertile crescent. He thrusted like some kind of machine that ran on the motion of piston-like thrusting devices. <laughs> thrusting, thrusting, like a thrusting enthusiast. He came here to do two things, thrust and chew bubble gum. And though he wasn't out of bubble gum, in fact, he had plenty. He was primarily focused on thrusting. Sensing imminent explosion, he pulled out his expansive schwans and dispensed with a copious shower of love milk. I lost a few on that one. It's okay, that's with the price of erotica, man. He lay next to her on the soaked sheets. Her satisfied smile beaming like the neon sign outside the window. He was satisfied too, but parched. Very, very parched. <laughs> he was so parched. It felt that his throat, I mean, I'm sorry, he was so parched that his throat felt as if he had shotgunned a snifter of sand. It was indeed a thirsty time of day. That's the uh, now we gotta go do a goddamn interview. Chad Bro, Briggs, what's everybody. It's gonna, gonna happen
1: now. Walk three feet behind you and please okay. sit down, sir. The gum no, that was good. Okay, super. The thrusting member with the bubblegum was a fantastic choice. The Dungaree's good it was good. It painted a picture. Yeah, I look A mental image.
5: Word picture? A word sure. picture. Sure. That's How are what... you doing? I'm fine. We, Good to see you again.
1: Yeah, I miss seeing you guys. Um, you sent me a message, I think it was like three days before the NFC Championship, yeah. and it dawned upon us that we get to do a free Super Bowl podcast, Yes, the Bears make it.
5: That, and, that, and it that didn't, didn't happen. happen. And it sure didn't.
1: And I got really sure. depressed. Really? I got real sad. I just got angry. But it's the same to me. Uh, right? You were just in New York for the Kaufman thing? Yeah, it was
5: in uh, October. Oh, well, what happened with that?
1: Yeah. Well, um, let's explain. Let's start from the beginning. You do character work as well as stand-up.
5: Yeah, sometimes, sure. One
1: of your characters is called D.K. Edinger. Yeah, uh Ediger, yeah. Ettinger. D.K.
5: Ediger. He's an accidentalist and safety expert.
1: Yes. And um, I had never seen you do stand-up. Like, the first handful of times I've seen you, so I thought really? you were just a crazy dude.
5: Oh, yeah! And
1: I, like, like he's like, oh my god, it's like the perfect amount of crazy. He's well, I am funny. I'm wacky. No, you're smart.
5: Oh, okay, you're a
1: smart guy. Those
5: are, apparently those two are mutually exclusive, ladies and gentlemen. I am. Um,
1: I'm also have. I'm assuming you have a liberal arts degree, by the way.
5: I have a, a degree from radio. I have a radio, television, film degree yep. from the University yeah. of Texas. Yeah. so does the woman sitting yeah. next to you,
1: and that's why we're on stage. And I, the that's why bite. I've got
5: paper cuts all over my goddamn fingers. Yeah. Um,
1: Anyways, you do this character. Yes, this character got into the Kaufman how, what the Kaufman Award, Danny Kaufman Award. What the fuck is this?
5: Yeah, um, I, I went, and I, I still have the same question in my <laughs> mind. <laughs> The Andy Kaufman Awards uh, were started uh, was started by his father and his brother does it now and um, it's, it was a fun show. It was a bit of a clusterfuck and um, I, I didn't make it to the finals. I just got into the uh, semifinals. That's pretty fucking cool though. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. It was a lot of money and travel for five minutes of stage time. Brilliant. I would love... I, I'm sorry to shit, just like take a giant dump on your first question. No, yeah, no, I would, don't
1: worry. I'm used I, to
5: it. Uh, yeah, it was... Uh, I would love to go to New York one time and not just feel like I just got kicked in the nuts, but then it hasn't really happened then yet.
1: That can't happen. That's the whole reason for New York
5: existing. Why? Is so to just, just kick This town in the nuts. is going to kick you in the nuts. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, okay.
1: And then you leave and you're so much happier. Right. Right,
5: let me just go back to my sad, depressing home in the Midwest. New York is New York Nothing is just happened. That's bullshit. Shut the fuck up. This oh. is Yeah, we really didn't make the Super Bowl, did we? No, oh. we really didn't. This is really <laughs> sad now. The sadness is palpable. What did you start What did you start doing stand up?
1: Why do you got to drink while I'm asking the Jesus? Go ahead.
5: Why did you? I thought I had a second, and I think it would have been seamless had you not brought it up. I
1: think everyone knew, and I—God forbid—I edit this thing. No, we're not doing that.
5: Oh, you You just you just drop that. You just drop it down a little bit. Can't do that. Can we just
2: put a a sound effect in?
1: What sound
2: effect you (laughs) want in? Now
5: I gotta write that down.
1: Somebody with a pen, please write down, insert gulping um, sound effect, please.
5: So I guess your intern isn't here tonight. There are advertisements for interns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had an intern in the somewhere. shitter, yeah. Yeah, and
1: yeah. now we only advertise in women's bathrooms. <laughs> All good things come from women's bathrooms. Procreation, abortions, cocaine. It's great.
5: Wow, yeah. look at that. Who's doing bits now? Um. <laughs> <laughs> when did, why did you start doing stand-up? Why did I... St- oh, why indeed? I don't know. <laughs> um, I, it was something I always wanted to do. Why? And... Wow. Um, Hard-hitting questions. I, I guess so. What's that? Shut the fuck up! You do
0: your own talk show!
5: Wow. <laughs> how do you write your jokes? That's how you put down a heckler, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I will take... Just act like the angry stepdad, Vietnam vet stepdad, at the end of the block. <laughs> That'll make every heckler shut up. I'll I be love, frightened of you. I, I love that. I fact. have a gun. Do you own a gun? No, I You're don't. You're from Texas. I am from Texas, and I don't own a gun. I'm a bad Texan. Are nurse. you a real man? Am I a real oh, That's another question I struggle with. Uh, we didn't even finish the stand up one. I
1: sometimes I feel like the a fact real that you're man. I stand up answers the real man question. The right, right. The answer is no. The, the
5: answer is no. Yeah. Uh, move on. I, I was just actually milking this. I didn't know how many you're prepared. 48. Okay, well, we're then I guess we're fine. About three more.
1: Uh, <laughs>
5: <laughs> Your oh, teeth are new. magnificent. You have Thank perfect you. teeth. I never had braces. Really? I don't want to brag, but Holy I never had shit. braces.
1: Did you have a lot of surgery, as a ch- not surgery, but like uh, dental work as a child.
5: No. What the fuck? No, I never had, as I said, I never had braces.
2: Did you ever go to the dentist?
5: Oh, of course. And I've, I've, I haven't been in like three years now. All my friends, have, who, like who's recently gone to the dentist? No one goes to the goddamn, Jen went to the dentist. A few I people, did. these lovely ladies with beautiful teeth went to the dentist.
1: So the point is men are awful with teeth. I guess so. It's a English joke, everybody. Ah. Ah.
5: Ah.
1: Hack,
5: hack, 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 hack. I'm ah. Steve Harvey. Let's be no, sexist. No, no, I'm Steve Harvey. I'm from the damn project. <laughs> <Yeah>! <laughs> I just want to do a Steve Harvey's mustache <laughs> character. He's just, I'm Steve Harvey's damn mustache.
3: <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> I give burgers and marinara sauce. stuck in me.
1: Steve Harvey's mustache. Uh, what's your favorite sub from Subway?
5: Of course, it's the meatball sub.
1: <laughs> Steve Harvey's mustache. What do you think of the suits that the rest of your
5: body wears? <laughs> like my owner, I've always been. <laughs> I've been partial to fuchsia. <laughs> For a long time, Steve. I'll Harvey. give you. Oh, go no, go ahead. Steve. it's your damn show. I'm just a free floating mustache.
1: <laughs> Steve Harvey's mustache. What do you think about uh, the fact that the top of your head has less hair than you? than you. Do you wish you were on the top of the head rather than the middle of the face?
5: Are you some kind of damn fool? I'm a mustache. I go between the nose and the
3: top lip.
5: I don't know. We're going to defer all questions to D.L. Hughley's goatee from now on.
1: You got another voice in you? Because we're about to do that. What's that? You got another voice in you?
5: Um, just. I mean, you're just going to have to make it happen organically, baby.
1: D.L. Hughley's uh, goatee. How was hosting that show on CNN? Was it a worthwhile experience?
5: Well, I tell you... <laughs> It was awkward because, unlike DL, I didn't read the paper every day, and uh, sometimes I just sat there on his chin, not knowing what to do. Do you really? I, I think this is the spinoff. This is the spinoff that didn't really work. This is uh, the Amen. Oh, Amen worked for years. Are you? Don't no, fucking come on. People love Amen. Did Sherman I just lose Hinsley?
1: the crowd by insulting Amen? Yeah.
5: It's an ironic hipster crowd, as we established I during mean. the first <laughs> guest. Don't talk about tamales or amen. <laughs> Is that the name the of The Sherman them? Hemsley.
1: That should be the name of your album, Don't Talk About Tamales or Amen.
5: Sure. That's a great band name, too, right? <laughs> and so I hate it. I hate it when people do that. That's a great band name. Great band. Look, look, look. You've done fantastic, Brandon. Fuck was- off! <laughs> This is so much better than last time. No, it actually wasn't. Aww. We had a hoot last time. Um,
2: was I here? The,
1: no, no. you hated it. You were here for about a half an hour.
5: No, no, she wasn't here at all.
1: She was here for the second one.
2: What are you talking about?
1: We'll tell you in no, a I've second. No, I've never
5: done a live one. I've only done the one in your, in oh, your bedroom. I, no,
2: no, no. I was
1: talking about the your podcast. Live, the live call. You guys oh, are very good at explaining Paul. what wow. you're talking about. No, no. no.
5: <laughs> Exactly. If you listen to those live call shows, we were fantastic at that.
1: Um, we decided to do a live baseball call, which is we had the, the, the gentlemen on stage, which were comedians, Chad, Ricky, uh, Mr. Fritz, Mr. Will Miles, uh, Tia Ayers, and uh, Junior Stopka did a live call for a Chicago White Sox game and a Chicago Cubs game. But we then podcast that.
5: Right. It weeks was
1: ex- after the game had already happened. And then we also podcast that night's news.
5: It was an experiment. And here's the upshot on experiments. Sometimes experiments fail.
1: <laughs> Christy, who I think is here tonight, uh, was here. And I think the only reason why she enjoyed it is because I ended up buying her about four whiskeys. Right. So she had a fantastic time.
5: Turns out when you get three smart asses together that don't really know how to call a baseball game... Which would be like, you know, you have to have at least the straight element for mm-hmm. comedy to occur. Yeah. Like, you have to at least... Like, Ricky was pretty good. He, you he guys
1: was- as a duo were amazing.
5: Yeah. I loved every minute of it. I like I, working with Ricky. Um, it was that work, though. I that don't was, know. That was work for the the audience, the, the paying audience.
1: One of the games lasted three yeah. and a half hours. The average baseball game is two hours and 20 minutes. Yeah, what
5: happened? Did that go into like oh, – it was like 11 <laughs> – and it was an absolutely meaningless game between the White Sox and the Oakland Athletics, right? Yeah. And uh, it was at the end of the year. Both teams were out of the race. Yeah. And it was just – it was it was a contest between – The podcast itself and the game (laughs) to see which could be more meaningless, (laughs) and I think we won. I like to think we won. I think we did win. Um, It's a big victory for meaninglessness
1: that day. We got to end this interview because we got to. Oh yeah, we do. Boy,
5: boy, Um, boy, (laughs) boy. I want to apologize to everyone. You did great. Oh, thank you.
1: My voice got high because I was lying. (laughs) No, you did. you did You did You did great. You did great. I love
5: you. Okay. With the Wait, it didn't go up. Your yeah. voice didn't go up. So I was sincere in that. I do okay. love you. Okay. Like a man. That was right. another man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're, we're tight. We're, we're literally pros. pounding it. Yeah, we're literally literally physically pounding it. We're gonna have I this guess. interview with
1: a question for the Kids Book of Questions by oh, Gregory God. Stuck. I, called, P-H- oh. Fuck off! Oh, just pick a
5: number, one to two fifty nine. Listen, I wasn't even I was just saying that this one is one to two fifty nine. I'm Two fifty nine. I'm gonna go one. Oh wait, no, no. I, I was actually commenting on the number itself. I was nope, gonna split the it. difference. Fucking Jesus! All right, here we go. Would you fuck Jesus? What's <laughs> the, <laughs> that's not in that book. It should be. My mother's gonna listen to this. Yes, I would. Okay. <laughs> Two fifty nine. Make believe. How would you not though? Like if you could, why would not like? I bet. He I mean, should. that's a story for the rest of your life <laughs> <laughs> for dinner. Like. You need no other anecdote for the rest of your life. (laughs) You know? Yeah, you're right. Huh. (laughs) You went to the Super Bowl? I fucked Jesus Christ. (laughs) Steve Harvey's mustache. Did you ever fuck Jesus Christ? Don't you talk about my Lord and Savior like that. (laughs) He's got a mustache too. Would you
1: ever consider yourself uh, more of a a start of a mustache, uh, uh, whatever. 259. Okay. (laughs) Make believe that right now you have to pick the job you will have as an adult. What is the best job you could think of? What is the worst?
5: Ooh. Okay. Keep that. The worst job. um, The worst job is my current one. Uh...
1: (laughs) The best job. What's the best job? Well, I was
5: going to explain the worst one. Keep going. (laughs) <laughs> I would have to say the worst job is my job, which is basically like a file clerk kind of thing that I started like five years ago when I was temping. I started temping, I started doing stand up about the same time, and I haven't I've managed to not get fired somehow and I'm just kind of sisyphus pushing this big ball of paper up a hill. It's pretty horrible. Wow,
0: that was really uh, captivating. Those sixty
1: seconds were well spent. What's the worst job? Or best job, best job, best job.
5: Best job has got to be podcasting baseball Of games. course.
1: Yeah. <laughs> what do we have for gifts for Chad?
2: Um, a little car that you can uh, play with. I don't know, with that ball of paper that you
5: push <laughs> Who is on this car? Um,
2: it's, oh, balls. balls. I can't remember his name. Bollywood
5: Dreams. And I can't tell Bollywood why. Dreams. Oh, it's Bollywood Dreams. So it's an and Indian cat. I can't and, remember uh, who
2: it is. And, then and these people,
5: wheels, wow! I don't. Yeah, wheel, I'm really not sure about the structural integrity of this Indian car. Um, and
2: then it's a you're Kia. also, since you are a comedian, <laughs> Sportage,
5: Sportage, Sportage. You're Sporage. getting.
2: Uh, you're getting everything I needed to know. I learned from my wife by Rex Havens. It teaches you stuff like uh, they shop a lot and.
4: They sure do. <laughs> Get
2: fun jokes about. Hey, it. ladies, quit can the
4: shopping quit with the shopping already. Chad, where can you people brads? find you on that
1: one? Plug, plug, plug. Chad, where can people find you?
5: Um, follow me on Twitter. No one follows me on Twitter. I follow you. It's a horrible name. It's a Briggs-y Twits on Twitter because Chad Briggs was taken. Yeah, it's terrible. Briggsy, b r i g g s y. Twits. Um, yeah.
1: Thanks for follow making me on it that. super hard for people to follow you. What's your Facebook page? Could they add you and then yeah, Twitter fi- do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
3: Mr. Chad Briggs. Mr. On Chad Facebook. Briggs, yeah.
1: Chad Briggs, one of my favorite people in the city of Chicago. Please oh, put your hands together for Chad Thank Briggs, you. everybody. Thank Chad you. jeremy that was fantastic about to sit down one of the best people in the city of chicago please put your hands together for al scorch everybody al scorch yeah. thanks thanks man al L al, al, al what made you pick up a banjo uh my mom played the banjo your mom played the banjo played the banjo was your mom a hick
0: my mother's from missouri so yes okay would you consider yourself a hick um, I don't know, it depends on how you define that, but I know, define I, it as someone that's really good at banjo. Well, I guess I am then. Uh, what made you want to start a band? Uh, I I really like performing. Like everybody up here tonight just likes to, you know, be on the stage style. Everybody when did you that.
1: start doing that? Performing.
0: Performing? I yeah. don't know. Uh Uh probably, I don't know, when I was 15, 16. Shit. How old are you now? I am 24. Oh really? Yeah You're very young I'm a youngsman Did you get new glasses? I did They look really good on you Thank you That they, was a good choice They helped me see I also like the brown slacks Actually these are, these are insulated pants They're really warm Ooh that's good Are yeah. you still biking in the winter? I am Why? Um, because it's free and I can drink as much as I want to You could also walk I could but some places are farther Do you want to die on a bike? No Do you realize that you were going to die on a bike if you keep this up? I'd love to do the delicate dance between life and death on two wheels.
1: Did you meant to sound so douchey? Yes, actually, okay, I did. That yeah,
0: was, was, was on purpose.
2: Merle, have you seen Al perform yes. or on a bike? Both. <laughs> not on a bike. I've seen him perform and it's insane.
1: How would you describe it as uh, not Al?
2: I don't know. Awesome music.
1: Great job, co host. Come on, you're better than that. I,
2: Al. Don't know. It's in, I don't know. It's insane. Why is it insane? You know what? He give you give off this energy, which is very infectious. Oh great, that's easy energy. Good. Let's start what? with an abstract.
0: Energy is infectious. We're losing the crowd, Ask by the way. We're Al losing scorch. the crowd. Al, How would you describe your music? Um it's uh, it's uh, old time old time music filtered through uh I don't know, modern times. The punk rock, rock and roll and uh, all all that all that infectious energy. Yeah. How many shows do you think you play a year? Uh, Last year, probably played 120-something. Do you want to tell the story about you sold...
1: uh, Some guy wanted to give you drugs instead of money for a song. Do you remember that story? Yeah, I
0: was playing on the street in Chattanooga, Tennessee, and this wild man came up, and he was pilled out of his goddamn mind and kind of just shambled over to me and stared at me for a while and very mesmerized. Um, And then he... Silently and very well, kind of rattly, Actually, he like laid out this whole pharmacy at the you know at my banjo case, which was open, and people were putting money in, and he 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 put his pills out, and he like he just laid them all right out, and he was like, "Do you want some some drugs?" I was like, "Okay, I'll take." What did you take? <laughs> he gave me uh, he gave me Klonopin, which I don't actually do pharmaceutical drugs. What does Klonopin something. do? It's a it's an extremely powerful. Like, downer, basically. Oh, why would you want that? I, I don't know. He gave it to me. I, did you take it? No. No. Oh,
1: why not? Because
0: I don't, I don't do those kinds of things. What else did he give you? That's about it.
1: Oh, come on. He
0: gave me kind of this weird feeling <laughs> that stuck with me. I wrote a song about it.
1: I know. Will you play that song later? I'll play that song later. Were you planning on playing that song later? I,
0: I am now. All
1: right. Was, fantastic. You want to end this interview? Because I want to hear you play. Yeah, let's
0: play some music. I haven't music. seen you
1: play in like a year. I know. Man. You've been
0: gone. I've missed you. I know. You're so Aww.
1: fucking good. <sighs>
0: You want, should I get the banjo? No, I just like staring at you. Okay. Uh, do we have any gifts for Al?
2: I, these actually make sense for oh you. Oh, my God. Here's a hat because you ride bikes.
0: That's awesome. I could warm. use this which this number six picks. What?
2: No, it's for some energy drink okay. that I believe don't, doesn't even exist Okay, anymore. I'll
0: burn it and off. Do
2: you wait, Do you use a, a pick with your banjo? No, but I... Well, this is a necklace pick.
0: Oh you wear Oh, my God. It. This is something you wear and say, I wrote this song about you. <laughs> and it's got a goat face this.
2: on it, I think. That's... <laughs>
0: That is the opposite of That's heavenly.
2: That's
1: great. Al, we're going to ask you a question from the Kids Book of Questions by uh, Gregor stack okay. Please Please pick a number between 1 and 256.
0: 147.
1: Why 147? I don't know. That's fantastic. Okay. 147. Here we go. Are that. you worried about what kind of place the world will be when you grow up? <laughs> if so, what worries you most and what
0: do you think could be done to improve things? Um, 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 is this for me to keep? Yeah. Um, I let's see. Let me, let me just think about that for a second. Um, I worry about uh, water running out. I worry about uh, infrastructures crumbling. I worry about people starving. I worry about people killing each other because people are starving. So but you, it probably won't happen in so this lifetime. So you have time.
1: third world worries. Uh huh. Yeah, that's nice.
0: Yeah, the the first world crumbles, the second oh, yeah. world, and the third world. And then after the third world, what the fuck is gonna happen?
1: I don't know. He said, "What the fuck is gonna happen for the podcast listener at home?" Mm-hmm. It got real quiet in here. Thanks, crowd. <laughs> Road Warriors. Yeah, something like that. Somebody, <laughs> I like that the crowd is like, Road Warrior, oh, in the saddest God. possible voice possible. <laughs> so Al's going to play. Stick around while Al sits up. Jeremy's going to play. Please put your hands together for Al Scorch, everybody. Al Scorch. Thanks, everybody.
3: Thanks, everybody.
1: All right. Please. Please, please clap for Jeremy. He did a fantastic job tonight. I am so glad he's back with us. All right. He's about to play a, a fantastic set. So if it's not fantastic, I completely blame you.
0: I'm completely to blame. I'm,
1: I'm so excited that you're here. Please, ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Al Scorch, everybody. Al Scorch. <laughs>
0: This song is about, uh, you know, what's going on. It's a, that long, trivily, trampoly path down to down to that third world we're talking about. This song's about fun things, you know, burning down. All sorts of all sorts of cinder block buildings and boutiques and, and pet salons and, uh, you know, boutiques that sell baby clothes and all that good stuff that everyone loves. Bored up the windows, bored up this whole town. Developers are coming, going to turn your life around. And if you do not sell them, they'll just burn it down and buy it out for money for pennies on the pound. Take it all away. They might well just took your life because you wouldn't take their pay. Boomtown, ghost town, that's in a name. There's no thing that's good or bad when money's to be made. There's no thing that's good or bad when money's to be made. Like the dawn off to green and pastures where it seems like a Just pooling in a puddle on the floor I try to stop them, but they're going in for more They're going to get burned alive We're back to that story They're going to get burned alive back and see that story Okay. Well, that is fun. That's, I'm having a good time.
3: Water, 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 water yeah.
0: uh, This is this is a song my uh, friend Galen Moore wrote uh, when she was 15 years old, and we were talking about uh, Malays times or some talk of Malays and darkness and all that good stuff. And the banjo is really good for uh, singing about dark things because tinges it with happiness you know makes it seem not so bad so it's pretty good it's like talking to your best friend about fucked up shit here we go uh sh- galen moore wrote the song it's called Insomnia. here we go Are blue and black like the skies Luckily I'm unemployed I can watch night As it turns to morning Birds sing In ignorant bliss I'm feeling Lucid No dreaming Cause I'm a mess Only if I can talk to caress I toss and I turn in my bed Every night Sober but my mind's as high as a kite Even these pills, they don't bring no rest for me New day's beginning Seems like a night that's never ending People are going to work in tie sport jackets, suits and shirts Productive cogs in the machine Really need their beauty sleep But oh, no, not me I'd rather be ugly I toss and I turn in my bed every night I'm sober with my mind's as high as sky. Even these pills they don't bring no rest for me I toss and I turn in my bed every night I'm sober with my mind as high as sky. these thing.
3: Don't
1: hit the computer with
0: that. Uh, here's that song about that, that weird pillhead dude about, I don't know, being on drugs or something.
3: Well, it doesn't go like that, it goes like this.
0: when <laughs> I'm Smoke a cigarette the way your bent up brow is beaded with sweat the way you pop and crack your knuckles and gum. you call me up at 3 a.m. Cause you're wasted and I am your only friend. The only year to lean on when the bottle's at its end. You tell me all about the women that you've seen. I notice how your eyes gleam green with jealousy when you talk about my girlfriend Talking to me or through to the wall is make you feel better to make yourself feel small Sometimes I zone out and I'm not listening at all How long can you exist like this? The bridges you have burned Is not ever-growing list In two days a day I'll say that I don't want to hear Want to hear because or why, or not my fault, boo hoo, cry. I maybe it's time that you and your sorry excuses laid down and died. That would be the end of it. No more wasted breath or spit on another self deprecating word out of My, my voice is a little rough and rowdy these days, so I'm trying to, trying to give it a rust. Trying to, so, you know, thanks for listening to the, it's just like distortion, it sounds alright, you know, it's a little rough, a little rough and tumble. Sound alright, Dan, all good. So. Fuck yeah. Mmm, I would like to do that, but I've run out of free drinks. All right. The songs about uh the songs about Whole Foods, the songs about uh, the South Loop, the songs about River North.
3: Uh, the song is about what
0: what the fuck people are doing uh, to our city, to to my city. To, I'm from here. I grew up on Belmont Avenue, right over there. So I've seen it seen it change. It changes, and sometimes it changes for good, and sometimes it changes very badly and sometimes those bad changes are in the guise of positive change so beware of the fucking wolves in sheep's clothing and the sheep's and wolves clothing whoa he's like some kind of mildly buzzed zend master with a banjo i'm sorry i'm gonna play this song it's called giant wars and dinosaurs kind of sounds like insomnia a little bit check this out though of people start giant wars over the bodies of dead dinosaurs that we liquefy and we put in our cars so we can drive to the grocery store and buy all of those precious things that give baby Jesus angel wings. <laughs> Your toilet paper's dolphin safe you've got beeswax on your face all of your money has replaced the need to curb your selfish waste Where will we be when the world's upturned, turned your money's worthless now you've learned we can't eat it it will burn so to hell it shall return Bada da Bada 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 See who's last and who's first. Yeah. Alright, time to play the only song I've ever written about a girl. And I, I've been writing songs for a long time, and I hate songs about people that you love or people that you miss. Kind of a I don't know, I guess I'm a better fuck. But this is this is like the positive sad song. See you bye. <laughs> Just imagine a tambourine in your mind. Say it like a movie picture. Sing it like a Broadway play. Just don't say it like a TV commercial, baby I don't wanna feel that way I don't know, I don't wanna feel that way Scream it like a rock and roller Whisper like nobody knows Sell it like a five and dime store Honey, the kind that doesn't close Oh yes, no, so the kind that doesn't close You were my baby You called me boy Now you're just a lady, man I find myself destroyed I do, oh yes, I find myself destroyed So just like a movie picture Story has not it But just like a movie picture I replay it in my head again and again yes in my head
3: yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> tears of swift This this one this one's for Dan. This is just an old-timey shit kicker. Whenever I play here, he's always like, just fucking shred that thing. And I play as hard as I can. He's like, fucking shred that shit. I'm like, I'm trying as hard as I can. There you go. This song's called, this song's called Wolves of Howl and It's an old-time dance song from North Carolina. Let me just get in that. Another tune here is called "Sandy River Bell." It's a fun one. It's another, there's another dance song. It's another fiddle dance. Uh, if you guys, if you guys like this kind of music and you want to dance every Monday night, oh fuck, shit. shit! Chicago Barn Dance Society has a has a square dance right up the street, uh, around like a uh, is it like Wilson and uh, Wilson and Ashland? It's fun. Dance to a string band, old time string band. It's real fun. So check them out, Chicago Barn Dance Society. Anyway, here's a here's "Sandy River Bell." To all the folks that you, me, them, everybody, for having me, having all the comedians, all the podcasts, internet. Ra- is it? Did you guys ever decide was a podcast or internet ra- internet radio host? Oh. Both podcasts and internet radio. Podcast is like a format, right? There's internet radio and then you can buy it or something. Neither. Neither. Okay. Okay. Let it let it be known. Never never talk to comedians that just just riff on you. They just keep riffing. A little, little hand stretch here. Um. You guys having a good time is all right out there is okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's woven fine, Woo. so I can take it to your daddy's funeral, and I can mend your heart as well as mine. Oh, I can mend your heart as well as mine. Well, all these things I wish for, they cost money. You won't find that in a factory or a mine. Oh, you're gonna find at the day's end is you're a little closer to your time. Oh, you're a little closer to your time. <laughs> Have to do it if we didn't have to do it, we'd be dead. Nine thousand days of your daddy's life. Just to put a leaky roof over your head, oh, just to put a leaky roof over your head, and we all know what it was that killed him. And you and I will never see it die. Cause to the man that put the cancer in him, a man ain't but a number on a line oh. Man, he put a number on the line. <laughs> Have your own son, won't you teach him the money isn't right? And if there ever comes a great reckoning, the world'll burn a dollar at a time, oh world'll burn a dollar at a time. (laughs)
1: Al Scorch, ladies and gentlemen. So, because you're in the room, uh, you get to hear Al Scorch that the listeners don't get to hear. We're going to hit stop right now, and that'll be the show. So I want to thank each and every one of you for coming out tonight. I know it's goddamn awful outside. And uh, did anyone here drive here and need, it's like a, a, a snow thing to clean their car? I could use that actually. Here you go, Al. You just want a snow thing to clean your car. Um, Mike David, fantastic man. Thank you so much, Mike David. Uh, <laughs> Redbarradio.com. Chad Briggs, everybody. Mr. Chad Briggs on the Facebook. I love that you're doing the banjo. And, of course, the fantastic, the one and only Al Scorch. In an, I completely agree. In an ideal world, the Coen brothers will hear you and be like, you will now score all of our films because that's – I don't know why. I just keep thinking of, like the, the, like, the desolate South and murder when I hear your music in the best possible way. A lot of the people in this room tonight are my favorite people, and they create a lot of stuff. Like, uh, Christy does this magazine called ReComedy, and it's fucking awesome. And if you have five dollars, you should buy that magazine. And I think Junior's here, and James, James is here, and they're amazing comics, and you should definitely buy their stuff. And my friend Dan is in this band, Battle Stations, and they're amazing, and they just released the record, and the, the record is fucking gorgeous. And it makes me happy, and Aaron from Everything is terrible is here, and it. Thank you so much. I could not be more grateful for all of you. Please don't stop. I have this whole Punk Planet ethos thing going on with this us versus them, and uh, it's a good thing, and you're all fantastic. Let's get really drunk. Oh, I'm sorry, Jeremy. Jeremy, who's on the fucking piano tonight. Um, if you saw, we were like the reader pick of the day And the Metromix pick of the day And apparently his band is called Otto Petter But it's really Otter Petter And uh, if you can, you should go to Subterranean on February 12th To see that record release Thank the Lord for Esmeralda And I wish the Lord existed just so I could thank her But she's goddamn wonderful I love every one of you I want to thank you and have a wonderful evening Al scores just for the room